started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Welcome to the season one finale of City Girls Make Do, your favorite Sex in the City podcast, uh, hosted by me, Stephanie, uh, and I'm your Gherkin dick. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm Alex, aka the Shower of Shame. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we made it to the end of season one and, uh, I liked this episode because it had a good thing that happened at the end of it. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. Um, it's been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, uh, I can't believe it's been like 12 episodes of a lot of bullshit, but, but I don't know. <laughs> it was like also really fun. <laughs> so I'm ready to start a new chapter. True. I am excited to get into season two because I feel like that's where the show kind of picks up. Yeah, season one's kind of like finding its feet, which like it's still a good show in season one, but it's definitely still figuring out what it's trying to do. Um, I thought this was an interesting episode. Um, it was called Oh Come All Ye Faithful, which I kind of thought was like, oh, maybe it's going to be like a Christmas episode. <laughs> it should be come with a you. It should be, yeah, exactly, it should be, because it's, like, largely about religion and stuff, because um, our question of the week is, are relationships the religion of the 90s? <laughs> um, which is a dumb as fuck question, like, uh, let's just lay that out there. <laughs> yeah, let's just say this is stupid. Yes. Um, I really have no idea what the hell Carrie, how she's writing a column about this this week, but um, I guess she is. Yeah, I can't imagine reading... a. Like, just flicking through a, a newspaper and seeing, is a, relationships a new religion of the 90s? And going, oh boy, I gotta read this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I feel that way about most of Carrie's columns, to be honest. But this one is particularly like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but I guess we should just get into it. Um yeah, it starts out with uh, Carrie's narrating about Miranda, who's dating this upcoming playwright named Thomas John Anderson. Um, and things seem kind of great, except for every single time they shower, he ha- <laughs> I got that backwards. Every single time they have sex, he showers, like, immediately after. Every single time. Yeah, um, this was weird, because they, like, open, like, with them, I guess right at the end of sex full on yes. banging it's a it's it's a strong start to an episode oh yeah yeah because we've kind of got a tiny bit of a titty tally here like tiny tiny bit like barely but i think yeah this is a 0.5 yeah a, a 0.5 titty we'll add that to our arbitrary number <laughs> it's like the points and who's on it anyway it's like they don't matter <laughs> but we're we're still like calling them out <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, at the end of it, and as soon as they finish, like, Miranda's kind of just lying there, like, ah, and then he, like, he hops up and is, like, time to shower. Yeah, it's immediate, and I think they show, like, three times of this happening. Oh, yeah, they show a few. Um, We got some nice close-ups of this guy's face, like, right as he's finishing. Oh, I don't like a, P- a POV shot of, like, someone orgasming is 
not great for everyone involved. Yeah, I don't really want to see it. It was so like after a few times of this happening, Miranda like decides to confront him about it and he's drying off and she's kind of just like, what's up with that? You shower every time we fuck. And he's like, he says it's not her and like nuns told him sex was a sin growing up. So Miranda realized she's dating a Catholic. Oh my goodness. Imagine dating a Catholic. Well, this was like fun because I'm, I guess I'm partially Catholic because I managed to miss out on like the nuns and shit, which was fun. I just have like a, a little bit of, I only have a tiny bit of Catholic guilt, but otherwise I'm okay. Just like, did you go to church and stuff growing up or? No, not really. But like, my dad is quite Catholic, so I still have quite a decent knowledge of it, unfortunately. (laughs) They got some nice aesthetics. I'll give them that. That's true. I'm really only, I'm an aesthetic Catholic. I'm not a practicing Catholic. (laughs) I just kind of like, I just just wear rosary (laughs) beads like I'm Madonna. Well, that's the best way to be. It is. And I think this is, like, a real thing of, like, sex being gross and dirty. And Catholic guilt has, unfortunately, uh, taken a lot of people. But, like, I love how Miranda, because she says to Carrie that they should make him wear a sign. Yes! Before, because she says if he, I knew he was Catholic, I wouldn't have gone out with him. It's interesting. Like, I feel like it depends on your level of devotion, I guess. Because I feel like I would have a hard time dating someone if they were, like really devoted to something that I personally wasn't, like, a part of, I guess. Exactly. I would have a hard time dating anyone who was religious, like, full stop, because I'm not. It just doesn't really connect with me. So this would be difficult, but I'm, like, Catholic specifically. (laughs) Hold off. (laughs) Yeah. I, I also kind of feel like, I don't know, I mean, there's lots of people who grew up Catholic, but they might not really be, like... Practicing, yeah. Yeah. There's different levels, um... But, I mean, clearly showering after sex is a little bit of a, I don't know, I mean, you did it in the first place. Like, how sinful was it if it all it took is, like, a shower to make it <laughs> clean again? I don't know. But Yeah. I think they say it's like a proto-bap, like a cheap baptism or something. Whatever you want to, sure. Okay. Whatever. A main thing of Catholicism is that you can kind of just say sorry and you're good. Yeah. And you're forgiven and you go to heaven. So... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going, he goes to a priest and confessional and just confesses every single time he had sex. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised with, I don't know, like, <laughs> the showering thing is just so weird to me. Like, if he was just like, oh, you know, I just find that I'm kind of, you know, like I'm sweaty and I don't like to be, you know, in bed when I'm sweaty or something. I'd be like, okay, I get it. You're kind of like a little bit of a germaphobe, maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable. And like, obviously, Miranda goes to carry i guess for advice carrie's obviously not really listening or caring (laughs) yeah she doesn't really say much of anything she's just like listening to miranda vent kind of and then like we don't even hear carrie really respond much like we basically just cut to her voiceover being like our relationships the religion of the 90s um and then she decides to do research Yeah, because Carrie says she grew up in the church of don't chew with your mouth open and be nice to people, which I think is a good church. That's a good church. I think those are both good things that you should probably do. Be nice to people is really good. And also don't be gross with your food. So yeah, Uh, that's good. When people talk with their mouth open, I'm just like, I don't know, it feels to me like a a rage, which I never (laughs) have. (laughs) Yeah, that's me when people are like slurping their drinks. And, like, I'm just sitting there trying to do something, and they're like, (laughs) 
Is this because of the slurp lady? Yeah. I really don't like it. It drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> um. But yeah, she's doing research outside of a random church, allegedly. Yeah, some random church. And she's just standing there with like her Starbucks watching people come out. And she's all like, wow, I'm so amazed at these people going to church with their like designer brands looking so fashionable. Um, and then she sees Big walk out of the church and he's clearly like with his mom because it's like an older lady who um who like gives him a kiss and they share a glance kind of she's like huh you you go here and he's kind of just like why are you here which is a very good point <laughs> yeah i i don't believe this is just a random church like i don't know why she would pick this one um yeah we find out big is presbyterian which i don't know anything about but good for him i don't know shit about I can't even tell you the difference between, like, what are even the kinds of Christian that you can do? Denominations? Yeah, there's, like, Presbyterian, there's... um, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, uh, Church of England. There's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot. So he's one of these. I mean, Charlotte's a Protestant, right? Because she's a wasp. Yeah, right. Okay, so I know that one. But well, Protestant <laughs> is like anything that's not like Catholic. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Look, I don't know shit about religion. I didn't grow up with like a religious family at all. <laughs> that's that's pretty. That's fine. Yeah, I'm probably wrong anyway. So who gives a shit? I whatever. They're Christians. Be Christians. Um. So. Um, Big walks over to her and they kind of talk and he's just like, oh, hey there, what you doing? And she's like, tells him she's doing research, which is just, I don't know. It's a weird thing to do research on. Um, But Mm. he's like, oh, want to go grab a coffee? And Carrie's kind of just like, no, I got work to do. I got a deadline and I'm finishing my cappuccino. And she's like, who's the mystery woman? And she's like, obviously joking because obviously it's his mom. But this kind of, like, makes her intrigued about this mother. Well, because Carrie is essentially like, introduce me to your mother. Introduce me to your mother. Why haven't you introduced me to your mother yet? Introduce me to your mother. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, okay, they've been dating for months. But it's almost like, like, she has, I don't know, it's like she has no object permanence or something it's like before she saw the mom she never thought about it once apparently <laughs> and now suddenly she sees the mom and she's like why don't i know your mom why haven't you why haven't i met your mom just show me your mom and big's just like what <laughs> i feel like we never even hear or see any of carrie's family um i'm pretty sure we never do yeah i don't think we see any of her family i don't think she even mentions her family ever as far as I remember. No. Um, so it's even weirder. It's not like, I don't know, it's not like she he's met her family or her parents. Well, okay, so maybe, so maybe headcanon, Carrie's mm. whole family is dead. They were all murdered. <sighs> and so Carrie longs to have like a family of her own. And so she doesn't have a mother. So she wants to reach out to Big to be like, show me your mom so that I can fill that family hole I have. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That's just a guess. It's very strange. We have a lot of headcanons for Carrie. We do. But I thought you were going to say that Carrie murdered her family. I wouldn't be surprised. No. Maybe. Yeah, and I don't know, it's very awkward. Yeah, it's really weird, because she kind of just takes off, and, I mean, who's going to believe that she has a deadline and work to do? I mean, mm. no one. 
So she heads off and he's kind of just, I don't know, things are fine at this point. Um, and then we go to Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda and they're all having drinks. Yeah. And they, all three of them look banging. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Charlotte's yeah. in green and then Carrie's in like blue and red. And Miranda's mm-hmm. just in a suit, as always. Yeah, they kind of, like, look very representative of themselves. Because Charlotte looks very classy. And Carrie looks kind of just, like, stylish and, like, not as done up. And then Miranda's just full-on suit. Which is, like, all business. I love it so much. <laughs> and, yeah, they're talking, obviously, about Big, as they always do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're talking about Big. And, well, and well, first Miranda's talking about her shower boy. And Carrie's like, well, have you tried showering with him? And... Miranda says, no, I'm afraid he'll pull out garlic and a cross, which (laughs) might be a little bit extreme, but... I mean, you're just not Catholic. You're not a vampire. Yeah. Maybe Miranda is a vampire. That would be a better show. That would be very funny. But I mean, it is a good suggestion from Carrie. Although I feel like I wouldn't want to do it like every single time. But I mean, it's not a bad suggestion. But then, yeah, so Charlotte's kind of asking Carrie about Big's church because she's all intrigued and she's like, um... She says it's a pretty good church, and Carrie's like, yeah, I just really want to meet Big's mom, and uh, Charlotte kind of is like, yeah, making a good impression on her is really, like, closing the deal, which, I mean, really? I don't know. I don't know. It depends. I guess it depends, like, how much of a mama's boy he is. Yeah, which he doesn't really seem like that much of one, but, I mean, he goes to church with her every Sunday, so that's one thing, but... I find it weird that, (laughs) like, there are good churches... I mean, yeah, that's a really interesting point. I mean, maybe it's just like, I don't even know what she means. Like, given Charlotte, she probably means it's in a good neighborhood. And I don't even know. Maybe it's like a church that does more for the community than other churches. Or I I mean, with Charlotte, I think it's just that like, and as we've seen, everyone's wearing designer clothes. So I would imagine it's just like a rich people church. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, why do you know what churches are good? Wouldn't you just go to one that, with like the principles that you believe in? That's me being, I don't know, smart. <laughs> I mean, no smart girls allowed here. So um, only city girls. Only city girls. I don't know anything about what any churches are that I see day to day, but there are quite a few that I pass on my way to work every day and I'm still don't know what they are. So, and many of them are Pokestops, so, like, I have a reason to look at them, but... That's pretty important. <laughs> it is. Yeah, and then Samantha shows up, and, oh my god, her purple suit. Oh, I want it so bad. She has this amazing, like, dark purple suit, and... Oh, yeah, she looks cool. I like, they all look really gorgeous. I love it. Yeah, they look so good as an ensemble here. It's amazing. And so, Samantha shows up, and she's like, yeah, I had a five-hour lunch with this guy, and she says, guys, I think I'm in love um in an episode full of shocking things this is one of the most shocking it really is uh carrie says it's as unfathomable as moses parting the red sea (laughs) so (laughs) we're just shit on religion there gary (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that's like that's the episode basically (laughs) but um which i mean like i guess isn't i mean it is what it is i guess it's trying to be in like an edgy 90s show but (laughs) We're edgy. God isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, you know, some real, real tough 
tough stuff coming up this episode. Um, so Samantha's like, oh, you know, it started a couple of weeks ago. So she met this guy at like a jazz bar and he comes up to her. He's in this like n- nice white suit. He has a really deep voice. Like I kind of sound like I thought he sounded kind of like if Fraser Crane and Dexter had like split their vocal cords or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. Um, I mean, any guy you meet at, like, a jazz bar is going to be Fraser Crane. That's true. That's a really good point. Um, They leave together, so they walk and talk for, like, blocks, and she doesn't ask ask him in, which is uh, shocking for Samantha. Yeah, she also, because they're walking down the street, he has, like, a bag of Krispy Kreme donuts. (laughs) I wanted one so bad. I know. But he's, like, trying to offer one to her, and she doesn't want to eat it. unrelatable <laughs> very awkward that samantha has like never had a krispy kreme donut yeah i i can't relate i love me a fucking krispy kreme they're really good okay. but yeah samantha like thanks charlotte and says you know you've given me hope and because i didn't sleep with him i still want to see him <laughs> and it's and charlotte is sh- shocked yeah charlotte's like oh, excuse me and miranda's like you haven't fucked him yet <laughs> Because it's been a few weeks, and Samantha's like, soon, which, this this has to go well, right? It's amazing, though. It's really good. Like, Samantha's just going, like, ham over him. She's like, she says that she thinks she could really marry this guy, and... Of course, this makes Charlotte super insecure because she's like, there's no way Samantha could get married before me. Mm, And so Charlotte decides to go to a psychic. (laughs) Yeah, this is such a, it seems like such a not Charlotte thing to do, really. It's very good. Yeah, apparently, I don't know, she says something about how a sorority sister recommended it. This psychic lives like by Central Park, so she's rich as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she must be good. Yeah, and... (laughs) She, like, I'm not 100% sure what tarot spread they're doing, but basically she says that Charlotte is never going to get married. And Samantha just freaks out. She's like, are you sure? Are you sure? And also in this scene, you can see the mic over the psychic's head, like, the whole time. (laughs) And I'm like... Oh, well, this is really well shot. Um, but yeah, Charlotte's like super distressed and she's like, how could you say that? What about my feelings? <laughs> Which is such a good reaction to a psychic. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, she's meant to tell you the future. She, well, she says I'm a psychic, not a shrink. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm not, I can't change your answer. And... <laughs> And yeah, Charlotte's clearly upset about it, which is understandable. Mm. Um, And then Carrie and Big go to have dinner. And Carrie's like asking about his mom, like, when can I go to church with you two? And uh, he's kind of just like, you want to go to church? Like, (laughs) all surprised about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He offers up a a better idea, which is to go to the Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, like, way to just kind of change the subject by being rich. Like, uh, like grow a pair? I don't know. Because she's like, I don't have any money. And he's like, oh, that's fine. You just buy me a mojito when we land. Yeah. And, like, I get that it's a... Like, he's trying to replace the gesture with something else that he'd rather do. And Carrie, like, you can tell she's happy about it, but at the same time, she's not. Like, which is understandable, because clearly he's using it as, like, a cop-out from, like, just introducing her to his mom. She He just wants to appease her. Oh, yeah, that's, like, big thing of, like, he would rather um, spend money on something than actually show emotional warmth, I guess. God, being rich. Just imagine. <laughs> 
you just anytime your partner makes something uncomfortable, you just go, uh, want to go, go on holiday? <laughs> Do you want to go to the beach? It's frustrating. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll get to hit the culmination eventually. Ugh. Uh, we go back to Miranda and her man, and they're boning. And so he finishes, and she kind of, like, tries to hold them there, hold them there for a second. And he just kind of, like, wriggles away, like, right after I shower. She's just, like, she kind of confronts him and is like well you know there's nothing sinful about sex and he just gets so defensive this this part actually made me like upset (laughs) yeah he has like a a full monologue about how like oh i I wish i could have written this down because it was a lot yeah how oh you know you're gonna say that god created our bodies and sex an expression of our bodies so therefore sex can't be sinful and then she's like yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's like, what is this, the gospel according to Miranda? And she's just like, excuse me? I, he gets so mad so quick. It's really uncomfortable. It's so weird. And then he storms off and he's just like, thank you for saving my immortal soul. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, buddy. Like, <laughs> uh, It's fucked up. And he's he, basically it ends with him being like, you better not be here when I'm out of the shower. He's like, I'm going to go shower and you better not be here. And then she's like, yeah. <laughs> Why would I want to be here? You're a disgusting piece of shit. But um, no matter how many showers you take. But yeah, so that's a that's a fun story from Miranda this week. Um, and then meanwhile, Samantha was preparing to see God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. This scene. It's really good. Because <laughs> they're, like, they're at Samantha's apartment. She's like lying on the bed and she's like, oh, just you know take me and he you know he climbs on top of her and (laughs) she says put it in and he says it is in and then this just this reaction the the sadness that just takes over her face her face kim cattrall is the best actress in television history it's incredible like her face she just looks so distraught it's amazing she looks like someone told her a cat died like she's so upset she's miserable (laughs) and it's absolutely the highlight of the episode for me Because, unfortunately, the her dream guy has a little dick. He's got a tiny little penis, and she likes a big dick, so... As we find out from her... <laughs> her monologue. Yeah, she has a nice monologue about this later. Uh, but before we get to that, um... Carrie and Miranda, like, sneak into church on the Sunday to get a glimpse of Big's mom. And they're not dressed even remotely stealth. Like, no, everyone is in, like, black and it's all really quite drab, I guess. And there, and Carrie's in, like, some green striped outfit with a gigantic (laughs) hat. No one else is wearing huge hats. They have tasteful hats. Yeah, like they have they have hats, but they're not huge. Like Carrie looks like she's wearing like it's like the size of a sombrero. Like it's it's not a sombrero, but like it's huge. Like it's a big ass hat. And Miranda has a big hat on too. And they're both very vibrant because Miranda's outfit is like all red and I mean they do look great. They look amazing, but they're not gonna like they're not blending in if that's like the idea because they don't want to be seen they want to go in and out and get their eggs like that's it (laughs) but (laughs) and yeah they i guess they're on like 
the balcony? I don't know. A mezzanine? Yeah, I guess it's called a mezzanine, probably. Yeah. I haven't, a mezzanine is like a balcony inside. I haven't been in many churches. Um, Me neither. I just wrote that they were in the top part. They're in the top part. And like, <laughs> they're like, we're going to be... St-. This is so creepy that they've gone to basically stalk her boyfriend. Yes, it's very weird. Imagine waking up in the morning to go stalk your friend's boyfriend. I'd just say dump him. Yeah, it's... Ugh. I mean, they basically have. They've basically... Well, I don't know if they've said dump him, but, like, Miranda does kind of say, like, this is stupid that he's, you know, being like this, but... Unfortunately, uh, Carrie goes to stand up and knocks over a Bible from the top, and everyone sees and Big notices her. Yeah, because everyone, like, looks back, and she just kind of waves, and he's like, the fuck... <laughs> Um, which would be my reaction too if I saw that, you know, like my boyfriend was spying on me and my mom. <laughs> yeah, at church of all places. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, yeah, but like before he notices her, it's really weird because she's like, I think I fell a little bit more in love with him seeing how handsome he looked. And I'm like, he looks the same all the time. He literally always looks the same. He's always wearing the same clothes. The only difference is he's next to his mom. But. <laughs> So, like, since he noticed her, after the service, they, like, wait around in the church lobby. Is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> um, and Miranda's like, look, let's just go. And Carrie's kind of like, look, he saw us. We obviously have to introduce her. Like, I have to introduce myself. Like, it'd be rude not to. Like, just, I'll catch up with you after. You can just go. Um, so Miranda leaves and Big comes out and meets Carrie. And he introduces Carrie to his mom as my friend Carrie, which... Mm. That's obviously sets off alarm bells and Carrie's upset because his mother doesn't like notice her. She's like, yes. Carrie, you know, Carrie, and like clearly Big hasn't been telling his mother about her and like his mom goes away and then Carrie's upset with Big and Big is kind of just like, well, he says, first of all, I agree with him where he's like, I don't introduce, I don't really talk about my girlfriends or my mother, like that's fine. But he basically says he's, yeah, he's not sure about her. Yeah, like he does kind of feel like she's testing him, which I think is kind of fair because you don't just stalk someone that you care about, like you talk to them like an adult. And yeah, so it, like I get both sides of them in a sense, kind of. Like I'd be pissed off if I was Carrie, but at the same time, I understand why Big might not want to kind of talk about his girlfriend to his mom, but I guess it also depends how long they've been together. Like it does sound like at this point they have been together for months. Yeah. But still it's time means different things to different people as well so exactly i mean yeah big kind of says that he's like i have to do things on my own time frame and carrie's like okay but we've been going out for months and big says you have to have a little faith get it and we're going on vacation (laughs) hell yeah so she's kind of she's trying to be nice and she leaves she's like okay just just go and see your mom and i don't know she's trying to be composed about it but like you can tell she's like a wreck internally yeah and so we cut to her like inside the church and miranda comes in and she's like yeah you didn't look okay so i stayed behind which good friend moment this would if i was on dragonet this would be my cool teen moment (laughs) 
yeah, she is very cool here. I mean, I'm like, yeah. why is she in this church when they clearly just shut down whatever, I don't know, services they had? Yeah, like, the pews are completely empty and Carrie's just sitting there, like... Yeah, the priest or whoever would just be like, oh, yeah, sure, he just finished his services, but, yeah, you can hang out and look sad for a bit. Yeah, just hang out here while your friend comforts you. And uh, Carrie kind of is just like, I don't know what I can do. Ah, I'm dating a piece of shit. What do I do about it? And of course, there's only one solution to this, but it's the solution um, that I tend to give when someone has relationship problems. It's either talk to them or it's dump them. Yes. Sometimes it's both. It's like, talk to them about why you should dump them. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Carrie's distressed and she later goes to a club for a Stanford thing um, at the Church of Disco. Always wanted to go to a club that was in a church. It's so cool because it's like, so it's a party for this new fragrance called Fallen Angel. And so there's all these buff men in cages who are like practically naked and they're wearing black angel wings and like dancing. I want to go to this so bad. It's like a, it's like a gay club in an old church with like, it's crowded, everyone's having fun. It looks so enjoyable. It was amazing. Yeah, and Carrie's there, and her friends are there, and, like, Stanford's there, and they're all having fun, and Stanford, like, wants to introduce Carrie to his new boyfriend. Um, and Stanford says a really good thing about the club. He says it's, like, hell with a cover charge, which I thought was very good. <laughs> yeah, Stanford is, like, he's really enjoying himself. He's having a wonderful time. It was so nice to see him. Yeah, he's got a new boyfriend, Elan, and they look really happy together and like Stanford's like we've become the couple that we hate <laughs> and he's just so giddy it's adorable it's very good I love to see Stanford happy because he's kind of like not happy for a lot of the show so it's nice to see him like with a boyfriend yeah but he asks Carrie if she's excited for her vacay and she says she feels like it's a consolation prize um, for not being let into his life, which, I mean, she's right. Mm. Um, so she's like, yeah, he would introduce me to his mom. I mean, that's pretty much it. She's just telling him about the situation. It's Gilbert's here and I want to die. Yeah, this was the thing that made me scream at my television today. Oh, I was so mad to see him show up. I was just like, get the fuck off of my TV screen, you dumbass, punk-ass bitch, and... Oh, the freedom I felt when we I thought he was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not, apparently. I mean, he doesn't show up for very much this episode, but he's still there, and that's too much, Skipper. Yeah, and I mean, he's, like, flirting with Miranda, and because she feels... I guess she's a bit desperate. Yeah, I mean, be, yeah. Because she's had all these... Her whole season has been, like, her sleeping with weird guys. Yeah. And she, yeah, she's desperate and she's, like, flirting back. She's like, you you look good, too. Which he doesn't. That's a lie, but whatever. <laughs> um... And then, uh, so the girls later, they track Samantha down in the bathroom and they want to find out about, you know, the guy that she's in love with. And they want to know about the details because they, like, were planning on finally having sex. And Samantha just looks so upset. She is having a full (laughs) breakdown. Like, (laughs) she's trying to put on a lipstick and, like, holding back tears at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah, her hand is, like, shaking. Um, and like they ask her and she runs off to like the stool just in tears yeah she's so upset that she sits on the toilet to cry Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) yeah and she says James is a small dick (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god I can, so like I don't want to be like laughing at someone for having a small dick like the humour comes from Kim Cattrall's performance of how dramatic she's being over pretty much a non-issue yeah she's being very upset about this she's just like like Carrie says it's not the end of the world and Samantha's like it's really small like three inches hard <laughs> Um, Miranda says that she once slept with a guy whose penis was like um, a miniature golf pencil and she wasn't sure if he was trying to (laughs) fuck me or if he was trying to erase me. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good line. Um, And Charlotte's like, well, is he a good kisser at least? And Samantha's like, who the fuck cares? His dick is like a gherkin. And they're just, they're like all trying to comfort her and it's just not working because she has this whole like spiel about how it's basically, <laughs> you remember that post that got fucking uh, like text editing banned from Tumblr? Yeah. It was like the John Green one's like, <laughs> I love the taste of cock. <laughs> what this is so i wrote down her i wrote i wrote it all down um samantha says i love a big dick i love it inside me i love looking at it i love everything about it when i blow him it's like nothing (laughs) and then she says what am i gonna do and charlotte says how is he with his tongue oh and (laughs) samantha just looks at her like she's an idiot i love her yeah it's incredible she i can't believe that she has a full-on meltdown about this i mean of course she does she's samantha but like (laughs) because like it's not like he can help it yeah it's i don't know you can have plenty of good sex with people who don't have dicks like also just putting that out there so so you can as miranda says there are there are workarounds whatever the situation but that's not where that's not that's just not who samantha is as a character so it works samantha does not want to hear it she's distraught she doesn't know what to do about it oh yeah and then because uh miranda also says i thought you loved this guy or because samantha's like i really liked him why did he have to have a small dick and miranda's like i thought you loved him and samantha just shrugs about it she's like (laughs) i don't know how sure i was about that anymore It's like she changed her tune so quickly. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, I guess everyone has their deal breakers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that one's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh, yeah. Because, yeah. I guess if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. Yeah, I guess Samantha knows what she wants. Uh, So I guess that's good, at least. <laughs> no, wants big dicks. Yeah, she wants a big dick. Um... So Charlotte leaves the party early to go see a new psychic. Yeah, she goes to see fucking, like, Whoopi Goldberg from Goddamn Ghost. That's what the the shot looks like. It's all, like, you know, in a cellar and it's all dramatic. Yeah. I guess this is more like a voodoo situation than a classic white lady psychic. Yeah, and isn't it, like midnight right now yeah like they were just at a club so she leaves the club at like midnight to go see a psychic and carrie's voiceover says it's like a part of town that was never mentioned in the new yorker which is i mean that it just kind of it sounds a a little racist when they they cut to like a black woman doing her fortune well because there's like chickens around so you know i guess we're meant to get like a a voodoo santeria kind of vibe yeah because she reads her she reads the psychic 
thing by cracking an egg into a bowl and there's no yolk in it. Yeah, I have heard of eggs being used in like magic, but yeah. I'm not really, I'm not an expert on it. Also, she has a translator. Yeah, because the, the guy standing next to her is just like, no yolk, you'll never be married, you're cursed. And for $100, we can get rid of that curse, yeah. Yeah, so Charlotte's obviously just like, fuck that, and she just storms out, so. Mm -hmm. That's like her story for the episode, (laughs) is her bad psychic readings, I guess. Yeah, basically, Carrie's voiceover says that, uh, you know, if, if, Charlotte believes in it, then it will happen. So basically that's magical thinking, which is another type of magic. So I guess magic does exist in the world of Sex and City. Magical girl Charlotte. (gasps) Oh my God, that would be the best anime. (laughs) I would love to see all the girls reanimated or reimagined as anime magical girls. That would be really good. Oh, and then like her like scepter could be a vibrator. Oh my God. Oh, I would love to watch this show. It'd be really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Yes. Um, And then the end of Miranda's story is basically that she asked Steve to spend the night, like, the whole night. Mm. You said Steve. I wish this was fucking Steve. I've never wished... I, I've never wished for Steve more. I, I, I'm I not the biggest Steve fan, but... You know what? I think this was just wishful thinking. I'm really <laughs> bad at names when I'm watching this show. Um. Anyway, I, yeah, I wish it was Steve. It's Skipper. She asked Skipper to spend the night. And then I just wrote polite emoji. Because <laughs> that was the face I made when she said that. Luckily, we never get to see it. Because he, he says... Oh, I knew we'd get back together because I lit a candle and said a prayer every night. And she just calls him a freak. <laughs> it's, ugh, I hate the whole everything about it. It's bad. So I don't, I don't even know if they slept together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna headcanon that they didn't. I'm gonna, pre- yeah, I'm gonna headcanon that. I don't believe it, but I'll pretend I do. Ugh. Um... <sighs> And Samantha, so the end of her episode, like the end of the episode for her, it doesn't really seem like her and the guy break up or anything. Like they're they're boning again and she's crying while he's inside her. And he's like, why are you crying? And she's like, oh, I'm just so happy. But she's like full on crying. This isn't happy tears. She is bawling. She's sobbing. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Um, but that's like the end of her her season arc. <laughs> Did she finally fall in love, but it was like the monkey's poor finger curled. I hate that so much. Uh, R.I.P. Goodbye, Samantha. Yeah. Hmm. So Carrie, her big season finale arc, Big comes to pick her up at her apartment. He buzzes her. Can we talk about this outfit she is wearing to go to the airport? (laughs) Yes, we can. Because <laughs> I was like, like it showed the shot of her, and I was like, oh, that's a really pretty outfit. She has like, um, like a, a full sort of like knee length skirt and a little white off the shoulder top, and she has like, f- like gloves, like elbow length gloves on she has a clutch bag she has little red heels she looks gorgeous <laughs> but she's going to the airport she's going to the airport yeah <laughs> to go to like the caribbean <laughs> what is going on here i have no idea i mean she's carrie so she doesn't <laughs> think before she does anything this fucking dramatic bitch is like oh i'm going 
I don't know how long a flight from New York to St. Bart's would be, but I'd imagine it's a few hours and she's going to be sitting there in, like, heels. Yeah, pretty much. Unless she's that piece of shit who kicks her shoes off on the plane next to someone she doesn't know. She probably is. Probably. And, I mean, she's going to be walking around the airport. Maybe Big does have, like, a private jet, but I don't imagine him to be, like, that rich. Uh, I don't think he's... Yeah, I don't think he's that rich. No. Because that's that's a lot. Yeah, she she comes down with her bags and she looks amazing but like he's all like god we gotta go we gotta go we gotta make our flight we don't want to be late and she kind of just pauses and is like hey put our put my bags down and i i need a sign that this is right like you said to have faith but like i need a sign i need something and he's like just kind of jokey about it at first kind of yeah she gets a little intense about it because she says just tell me i'm the one which like is a lot (laughs) that is a lot to ask from someone that you've been dating for less than a year like okay it's one thing to say just tell me that you love me or tell me that i'm really important in your life like that's i think that those are valid things to ask like i want to know that i'm important to you but saying like just tell me i'm the one like that's yeah that's that's a lot that's a lot to ask for someone i i don't blame big for being a bit taken aback like i i did have a thought of like has has he ever said like he loves her because i feel like i had that thought too because i feel like there would be an episode about that she'd be like hey oh he said he loved me and then go on a whole thing because she says it to him so i'm like maybe he hasn't even said that to her and that's why she's so upset but like say i'm the one is kind of intense that's intense that's a lot yeah and he just stands there and he doesn't say anything which is relatable like that's a (laughs) big thing to have to answer to like you don't want to lie to your girlfriend but you also don't you know want to like i don't know it's kind of like a lose-lose situation if he's not sure about anything yet like clearly he's you know the kind of person who needs to take his time to figure his stuff out um and she's just like can't handle it she's upset she's upset and she's like i can't do this and she says i love you but i can't yeah and um which so i thought that was interesting because she said i love you but i'm not sure if he i've never heard him say it so it's kind of a weird context to say it to him but but yeah she leaves i it did feel like a big thing when she said that she loved him Mm -hmm. i don't know didn't you think like at the point at the point we suspect they're at in their relationship that should be i'm not saying there's like a set date or time for any relationship but it seems like they should have already said that by now yeah i kind of felt that way too yeah it felt pretty impactful yeah i agree it it kind of hit hard because she she almost says it like it's kind of like look i i put this much of myself in and but i can't do it because you can't give me the same thing back um and it's like it's it's a definitely a reasonable reason to break up like they aren't on the same page so it is what it is that's it for carrie and big forever we never see him again we never ever see him again Ugh. i mean like considering <laughs> this is the end of season one it, it kind of should be the end of big and then next season maybe we get a new boyfriend for carrie mm, maybe that'd be nice but we don't <laughs> yeah so spoiler alert he's here for a while he's here forever forever and it sucks ass and carrie cried for a week about it but that wasn't worth it yeah so but that was our that was our season our whole first season we made it we did it i'm so proud of us 
I'm proud of us too. Let us go. Um, <laughs> so I guess, what's your ranking for this week? Um, I think I'll go Charlotte first because I feel like I I get her decision, and there's many a time where I just want to storm off to a psychic, but I don't have psychic money. Um, and then I'd go Miranda. No, hmm. I'm at, I'm at a crossroads here. I think yeah, I think I'll go Miranda, even though because I'm headcanoning that she did not sleep with Skipper and just called him a freak and then walked off. Okay. That's a nice thing to think. And then I'd go, yeah. And then I'd go Samantha, which is really just Kim Cattrall for being funny. And then, actually, yeah, then I'll go Carrie. I'm not super mad at her because while she did stalk her boyfriend, which I don't think was necessary at all, she did dump him, which, thank God, but I know what's going to, yeah, I know what's going to happen, so I'm not that relieved. (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about it. Um, my first is probably Samantha, just because it's, like, such an over-the-top iconic moment for the show for me, I think. Um, and just Kim Cattrall's face, like, Samantha just killed it this episode. (laughs) Um, her reasons were just so stupid, but at the same time, like, that's just Samantha, so I kind of loved it. So after Samantha, I'd probably go Charlotte. Um, I liked that her thing was kind of just her being really neurotic and just looking for answers and not getting them. Miranda, the thing is, I don't know how much I can believe that she didn't go home with Skipper. And so, like, I really liked her story otherwise because she was like, that, that, when that guy went off, I was kind of just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's something you just can't stop watching because it's so bad and dumb. Yeah. Um, but the Skipper part, uh, and then Carrie's last. Yeah. So I feel the same way about Carrie. Like, ugh. It's like, I'm proud of her for finally kind of being like, this is what I want and you're not giving me what I want. Clearly, this has been the problem like the whole time. It keeps coming up like, I can't do this. So respect on her for not just, you know, sticking with him through anything just because she's like enamored with him. So yeah, so that is the episode. So I guess we can go to questions. Mm-hmm. We only have a couple this week, I think. Yeah, we have two questions this week, um, but they're both good ones. So... Our first question is from Tumblr user 2 by 2 furious who asks, what would be the girls' go-to Halloween costumes? I feel like they'd all be sexy cats apart from Miranda who would be an actual cat. Oh my god, that's so good. I was thinking like, because last week we talked about Carrie and like the Madonna look. I could see her trying to do like a Madonna Halloween costume or something. Oh yeah. And she could, and she maybe she'd make a thing of being like Madonna every year. So she'd have like different Madonnas. Yeah, I love it when people do the same costume every year. But like, well, <laughs> my mom's a pedestrian every year for Halloween. <laughs> she wears like a one of those reflective jackets, and that's it. <laughs> really good. The other thing, the other thing Carrie could be is maybe a a, a cowgirl because she does love that pink cowboy hat. Yeah, she does. She really does. Or a ballerina. Oh, she'd be really because she has that pink tutu. Yeah. It'd be something like pretty, regardless. Um, I feel like regardless, Charlotte would be some kind of cute, sexy animal, like a bunny or a cat or something. She's definitely a cute, sexy animal or like something cute, something sexy, but not like overtly sexy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Miranda would definitely not be doing a sexy costume. And I feel like she could almost be like the person who does the obscure costume that people are like, what the fuck are you? And she's like, "Uh, hello, are you kidding me? Like, you don't know what I am. (laughs) 
Um, oh my god, definitely, yeah. She has like I don't know. I'm trying to think of an obscure costume. You know when in Simpsons where they draw dignity, she's that. <laughs> she's a poster board with Kurt uh, Van Housen's drawing on it, and she's like, I'm dignity. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like Diane in the in the new season of BoJack when she has that Halloween costume where she's like, oh, fuck, I don't even. What even was their costume? Because it was like Baby Beyond Borg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Because she was a baby and like... A Borg, yeah. The tennis player and then Borg from Star Trek. It's a good costume. Yeah, and and then Mr. Peanut Butter was the guy from The Hangover <laughs> with the, the baby. Baby Bjorn. <laughs> it's really good. Ugh. Yeah, I can very see that. <laughs> are you Are you dressing up for Halloween? I don't, I don't know, because I never usually have plans for Halloween. Yeah, it's, I feel like I haven't in a while. No. So I don't, I don't usually have like a, a party or anything to go to. Like if I do something, it'll probably be like maybe go to a club. So I can't really wear like a full costume. Yeah, not really. And it's on like a Wednesday. I'll just be like, oh, I'm sexy and I'm like dead. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I have enough stuff that I can make a quick costume out of it. Yeah, that's fair. I'll probably do something easy. Like I always want to go all out. Like I've gone all out a couple times before where I spend way too much money on a Halloween costume. And then I'm like, why did I spend that much money on this? But it's still really fun. Like... One year I did Krieger's anime girlfriend, his virtual girlfriend from Archer. Oh yeah, I've seen that picture. It's super cute. It was fun. And a bunch of the people I was with did like other Archer costumes. So it was good. Um, I might just do like straight up Cheryl Blossom this year because I'm a Riverdale slut. And <laughs> my wife Cheryl Blossom is like, like I stan. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to send you like, I have a yellow and white like t-shirt like a baseball tee like their little pee costumes and i'm always looking at it and i'm like i've barely seen riverdale but i know this is riverdale oh yeah her like hbic shirt which she wears to cheerlead in and i'm like you are the head bitch in charge i love you (laughs) um i've always wanted to do a costume which is okay this is my idea right and it is slightly extra but i don't think it would cost me a lot of money (laughs) yeah so it's genius so if someone wants to steal it then credit me but uh, I was I was thinking I could do Laura Palmer. Ooh, that'd be a good costume. What would you do? Yeah, the plan would be that I would go as like the prom picture. Oh, like with a frame? <laughs> yeah. Like alternatively, you can just do this as Carrie as well. But the whole point is there's a reveal. <laughs> and then I slip away for a little bit, come back. And now I'm dead Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic. Oh, that'd be very good. Yeah, that wouldn't be very expensive to do. You know, just go to like the hardware store and buy some plastic and like just some corpse paint. And you could just do nice. it as Carrie. Oh, I'd love to, I would love to cover myself in blood like at a party. I just think it'd be so funny. I was, <laughs> I was thinking of Cheryl Blossom costumes to do um, because I was like, what outfit would I do if I did Cheryl? And they do carry the musical in Riverdale season two. Like there's a musical episode and there's a part where she's dressed in this like pink silk dress and it's very like Dan Cheryl your bobbies and she's like covered she like covers herself in blood and she's just holding like this candlestick and then she like goes and threatens her mom and I'm like that would be such a look like to do this costume the Carrie look is a really good costume because especially because it is that's cheap as well. All you need is like a, a pink dress, which you can get from like a thrift store, a thrift a thrift store or wherever. And because I did it when I was like, I don't know, I want to say like fifteen. I had a carry, 
And I just went in the bathtub, made like a oh pot God. of fake blood, and then got my mum to like drip over me. Oh, I feel like that would be the hard part of it for me is that I don't think I'd want to be covered in blood all night. It's, it's fun though, because then you're covered yeah. in blood and everyone is, but you can still, you can know, you can make it sexy. Just have your bobbies out. Just have your bobbies out, damn. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Samantha would be full on sexy costume. She'd be like fucking Eve from the Bible. She'd just wear like leaves over her boobs and her vagina. Oh my God. She absolutely would do that. Oh, it'd be fucking amazing. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for the question. That was very good. (laughs) Very topical. Uh, We have our next question from Tumblr user Interstellar Princess, a friend of the show Summer who says, I haven't watched this episode yet, but I saw a pic of Miranda's big orange hat when I looked it up. Did either of you have a hat phase? What types of hats suit you best? I've never had a hat phase. Yeah. I have a lot of hair, so I kind of, hats are a bit of an issue for me. Yeah. Well, you do talk about berets sometimes, right? I'm into a beret at the moment. I'm I'm a slapback yeah. kind of girl. I like to throw that on during the summer, but I don't do it very like that often so i do have a lot of i do have a lot of kind of like ball cap type hats that i wear it's pretty much it though i don't really like how i look in most other kinds of hats like i do have a couple toques i do like to wear like a nice fall winter toque what the fuck is the toque um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry canadian canadian <laughs> jargon um a toque is like a knitted hat that just fits snugly on your head okay <laughs> Like a beanie? It's like a beanie. I, I, okay, so my distinction to me between a toque and a beanie is that to me, a beanie is usually a little bit more floppy. It's like a little bit more loose fitting and like, when I hear beanie, I think like kind of more like skater, sc- skater style type toque almost. Okay. But a toque is kind of more like the winter style that's like, I feel like a beanie you could wear in the summer, but a toque is more meant to be like for warmth, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I can appreciate that distinction. I own a toque that I got from, um, I don't know if anyone listening to this watches Nathan for you, but he did the Summit Ice apparel where it was like six million Jews died in the Holocaust and it was like to raise awareness for like the whole, I mean, it's Nathan for you. So the whole episode is ridiculous, but he made an actual online store to raise money for like the Vancouver Holocaust Association. Um, and he sold hats. The whole concept of it was that, like, the original windbreaker that he wore was, like, the company was owned by people who were, like, Holocaust deniers. So he was like, I'm going to make my own company that, like, brings awareness to the Holocaust, but also sells apparel. So anyway, I have a toque that's, like, a Summit Ice toque that I bought from Nathan Fielder's online store. <laughs> um, <laughs> but okay. it doesn't fit my head very well, so I don't wear it very often. <laughs> Uh, everyone watch Nathan for you. He's very funny. <laughs> that is a good show. I do like that. Yeah. I wore, it was like, I don't, yeah, I don't really wear hats all that much, but it was raining really hard the other day and I had to go out. So I wore like a pink Beyonce baseball cap I have, which looked super Ooh, cute. And a then a guy commented on it and said, I love your hat. And I was like, why is he being sarcastic? 
Uh, I hate when men comment on outfits. There was a girl on my yeah. bus today who was dressed like a princess. It was amazing. Like, she had a pink skirt on, a pink, like, I don't even know if it was a pink leather jacket. She had sparkly sneakers, and she had a tiara on oh. and pink glasses. It was phenomenal. And she was on my bus just sitting there and minding her own business, and this guy gets on the bus, and he's just like, I like your look. And I'm just like, don't talk to this girl. Go fuck off. Yeah. But, it's weird. But, a guy can be like, oh, I love your outfit. And I'm like, okay. As soon as a girl does yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know. It's gross. Someone commented on my outfit this week when I was like playing Pokemon Go in the park. And I was just like, fuck off. But I didn't say that. But I walked away and didn't say anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Men suck. They do. But I'm excited for um the autumn and winter so I can bring out my berets again. Yeah. I don't really wear a whole lot. I do wear my toques in the mm-hmm. winter, but that's about it. Um, I'm mostly excited for my turtlenecks. I am a huge and- slut for turtlenecks. <laughs> And so anyone who knows me knows that I own, like, multiple turtlenecks. Um, (laughs) So I can't wait to wear my first one outside. I need to – I have a lot of, like, oversized hoodies. I need to see if I can, like, Ariana it. Oh, that's such a good look. I would love to do that. That's going to be my look. And, yeah, I do have thigh-high boots. Ooh. I could do this. I need to get some high boots this year. Yeah, you do. I have ones which are, like – because I have, like, ones that are platforms, but they're also really lightweight. So they're actually really comfy despite being pretty high. (laughs) Boots that are high on normal people are going to be up to, like, my crotch on me. (laughs) Like, I need to get boots that go up to people's, normal people's, like, top of their calves, and then they'll go up to, like, my (laughs) mid-thigh. Yeah, because mine sort of just go past my knee, which, like, I want them to be mid-thigh for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like I buy capris. I buy capris, and they are, like, normal pants on me. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a... It's a, it's hard being under five feet tall. Honestly, it sounds it. You yeah. are you are braver than any US Marine. Thank you. <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> well, thank you for this question, Summer. Uh, that's season one. We did it. Yes. We did it. That's it. And next week we'll be on season two, baby. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, I guess, oh, yeah. So you can find me on twitter at age of oddish you can find me on tumblr at windfall island and you can find me on tumblr at dork phoenix and i think by the time this episode comes out i should be on the next episode of fear baiting hell yeah oh yeah that's really soon it's like the first one isn't it yeah i'm kicking it off baby hell yeah so listen to that too uh guest of the show last week sarah's podcast fear baiting um and yeah you can send us questions at citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com uh follow us on twitter city girls make do and that's the that Mm -hmm. so thank you for listening and see you next week bye bye